0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Live Your Best Life podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Jamison. Each week, I'll be sharing people's health and wellness journeys with you, as well as speaking with leading experts in the health and wellness arena. I really hope this podcast will inspire you on your own health journey towards living your best life. There are a few ways you can support the show. Please share with your friends on social media. Also reviews and feedback on Apple podcasts are very much appreciated. Like this one from GenAb2018. Kathy has done an incredible job finding interesting, intelligent and informative guests. The information and format of her interviews are accessible and interesting. Each episode provides key nuggets of steps we can all take to improve our health and overall wellness. Well, thank you so much, Jenab2018. That really means a lot. And please keep the reviews coming and I'll give you a shout out on the show. All right, guys, let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoy listening to my chat with Amy Carlson. It was a great conversation. I really enjoyed talking with her. And I learned a lot as well, so I hope you will too. Amy began learning that the everyday products she was using in her home were actually attributing to her daily headaches, lack of energy, insomnia, mental fog, and menopause symptoms. She quickly learned that there were hidden toxins in these products and that what goes on her body was just as important as what went in. By identifying and removing toxins, she renewed her health and now has the energy to keep up with her 12 grandkids. Amy is on a mission to share this knowledge with others because everyone deserves to live a life free of chronic disease. As an active outdoor enthusiast, Amy enjoys hiking, kayaking, biking, traveling, and spending quality time with family and friends. Amy Carlson is a lifetime entrepreneur with a multiple location franchise business, and most recently, a professional network marketer and podcast host. All right, I can't wait for you to hear the show, so let's get to it. Amy Carlson, welcome to the Live Your Best Life podcast. Thank you, Kathy. I'm so glad you invited me
1: on. I'm honored to be here.
0: Oh, thanks. I'm looking forward to our chat. So... Amy, let's begin with your own health story, how you became so concerned about toxins. You were entering a time of your life when you were empty nesters with the addition of grandkids to the family and really just wanting to enjoy the fruits of your labor. However, you had some health issues starting to come up. Tell me a little bit about that. Sure. So for me,
1: I have... Well, I started into menopause very, very early. I was 37 years old and just wasn't finding any kind of relief um, from menopause. And I'm going to assume that you're not there yet (laughs) by seeing you in front of me.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, I I am 42 and uh, I also I I haven't gone through menopause yet, but I'm definitely in the uh, the pre-menopause, perimenopause phase, and definitely started to experience some of those symptoms myself, but we can get into that a little bit later.
1: (laughs) What I've I've read is it goes in seven year increments. So uh, 42 is really kind of an age where you're really starting to get into it. And then it was another seven years and you're kind of full blown into it. So anyways, anyways, I digress. So I have a lot of issues with um, menopause And if you talk to my husband, you'll get a very different story (laughs) than what I'm going to share with you. But I knew, I knew I had no control over my emotions. Um, Have you ever had that feeling where you really kind of felt like you were outside of your body watching what was happening, where it was almost like watching a conversation happening with other people. And I knew I wasn't reacting even reacting appropriately and but but couldn't turn it on or off you know there was just no control over the emotions I would swing from happy joyous and free to I want to strangle you in a matter of moments Um, and that's a really scary way to live so I had that going on I also had a lot of skin issues so for me, it was I was getting abscesses on my face where like I would have a whole entire half of my face swell up and where you couldn't even see a jawline. line. Um, you know, I have scars from where they put drain, you know, drainage tubes in and draining everything out. Um, I would get cold sores inside my mouth we're not talking one. We're talking hundreds. They would be littered inside my mouth and down my throat um, where they would have to actually numb me in order for me to even swallow my own saliva. Um, Horrible things, you know, going on with the body. And um, that was earlier on. And then I would get um, the later thing that happened for me was severe migraines where I, I would actually lose the vision. On the left side of my body, I, I couldn't see anything, and um, those would happen multiple times a month. Throwing up, needed to be laying down, complete darkness, um,
0: and I was getting no answers. That that just sounds horrendous. Just listening to that, that's not a life at all, and. I'm curious what, if anything, the conventional medical community tried to offer as far as relief or so were there any solutions at all or any explanations?
1: Sure. So in terms of the odd things that were happening to my skin, the ra- I mean, I talked about the abscesses and the swelling. I would have rashes that would appear. They had no answers for that. They told me it was stress. That the body can do odd things with stress. The canker sores, you know, flooding in the mouth, stress induced was always what I was told that it was. In terms of the menopause symptoms, um, of course, they offer things like um, HRT therapy, you know, hormone replacement therapy. And... You know, at at the time when I went through that, there was a period of time where I did take hormone replacement therapy. I didn't know any better, and I listened to my doctor saying what's completely safe and um, you're you're going to be okay with it and that type of thing. And and so, while today I wouldn't choose that option, it certainly did help me manage my feelings and my emotions. um, Where I salvaged my marriage, you know, because that was just not a pleasant, you know, deal. So I think sometimes we go through what we need to go through. In the migraines, never any answers, of course, you know, they want to just throw prescriptions at you. And here, take this and see if this helps. And honestly, I, I had some scripts that I, I would fill and some I wouldn't some, you know, because none of them really did anything for me.
0: And a lot of it sounds like Band-Aid solutions. Even, <clears throat> even the hormone replacement therapy, sure, it, it helped your emotions mellow down, but it's not getting to the root cause oh. of anything. The prescriptions for the pain, yeah, it's taking away the pain, but it's not fixing whatever was causing that pain. Yeah, yeah. So how did you start to find solutions for yourself? Well, it's really funny because
1: <clears throat> i I learned about this chemical free lifestyle, this toxin free lifestyle quite by accident. Um, I had an acquaintance that I knew that was involved in one of those companies, you know <laughs> like amway, the you know at the time, I was like, you know, give it the cross and back away from me. <laughs> That's just not you know a valid business and um her she kept inviting me to these classes and I wanted nothing to do with it. And I finally, after a year of being invited, I looked at her and I said, Listen, Tina, if I say yes and come to this class, will you leave me alone? And she said, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so I drug my friend <laughs> with me to the class because I wasn't going to endure it alone. And it was a class on essential oils. And my thought process six years ago was that was kind of hippy stuff. Um, That was almost cult-like, what I thought, and really didn't have anything, and quite honestly, I I was one of those people that sat back kind of making fun of it during the entire process. I I smelled them, and I thought, oh, that doesn't even smell good, you know, and I'm passing them by, and I think the peppermint smelled good. I I was like, oh, that one kind of smells good, but that was about it. Um, she really didn't talk about anything during the course of the class that struck me, you know, that, that struck a chord with me, like I'm suffering from this or that. And so this would help me. But afterwards I did ask her about the menopause stuff, you know, Hey, I've got really bad hot flashes, night sweats, you know, that type of thing. And she did give me something to try out and said, just try this, see what you think. Um, Kathy, that was the first night I slept in years, all the way through the night, and I did not wake up in a pool of sweat, and I called her up the next day, and I said, I don't know what that voodoo stuff is that you have, but sign me up.
0: (laughs) Because, wow, that's amazing, and that was just one, one time of using it, and then, and they got you hooked.
1: (laughs) I I Look, so so from there I just started learning. I started opening my eyes to, you know, maybe there's something to this, maybe there's something to be said that the doctors don't know everything, and that there are other solutions out there that are available to us. And so I started doing my research and Some of the first things that I did was change what I did my laundry with and I changed what I cleaned my house with. And when I did that, my headache stopped and it's been almost six years now since I've had a headache and a migraine, you know, so um, I was hooked on the fact that there are, I and passionate about what's in our home. There's all kinds of directions that we can go with this, right? But my voice, my passion is what's inside the home because changing out what I had inside my home is what made such a huge difference in um, managing the menopause symptoms, getting good sleep, having good energy, not having headaches anymore, not having skin issues, not having um, rashes and you know, the, that was all happened because I started looking at what were the hidden toxins that were inside my home that I was using every single day and had no idea I was poisoning my body.
0: So where would somebody start if they have no idea where all these toxins can be? So you're looking at your home. You mentioned laundry. You mentioned cleaning, what are some of the number one offenders that people can start changing over to get rid of the toxins? Sure. So
1: um, i got to give it to the, uh, there's a doctor I just interviewed this morning. So, uh, so much is not my own research. It's what I've learned, you know, through the time. So it's other people, you know, filling me up so I can go out and fill other people up. Right. Um, But he talked about, and it makes sense we can talk about three things. We can talk about water, we can talk about food, and we can talk about environmental toxins, right? So when we're talking about living a chemical-free lifestyle, a toxin-free lifestyle, those are kind of the three ways. We look at what's coming in through the food source, what's coming in through the water source, and then the air that we breathe, right? So food, we have to eat in order to sustain ourselves, but we don't eat as much as the water we take in, right? Because we've got to drink lots of water and we've got to bathe and we've got to wash our clothes and we have to breathe. We have to breathe a lot (laughs) in order to stay alive. So it fits where I'm talking about the hidden toxins in our home. I'm really talking about what's being absorbed through our skin and I'm really talking about what we're breathing. What are we breathing in every single day? Now, this question gets asked all the time. Kathy, you're not any different from anybody else. They wanna know what, what, what can somebody do? Well, you know what? Your issues might be so very different than mine, right? I had headaches. Maybe you don't suffer from headaches. So if you suffer from headaches on a regular basis, start looking at things that have fragrance in it. Start turning the labels around I don't even have a product that I can grab and, you know, turn that, you know, we we're so good about turning our food around and we're reading the labels, right? We're looking at the sugar content. We're looking at the fat content. We're looking at carbohydrates. We're looking at um You name it. We're reading those labels. And if you're my dad, you're looking at calories. It's like, oh, dad, we got to talk about this. (laughs) But we're doing such a good job of reading the labels on our food. We need to do the same thing with the products that we're using in our home. So turn that label around. One of the biggest things that you can do to make such a difference in your life, um, because fragrance is a carcinogenic. So it is an endocrine disruptor. Um, and it is a, um, it it can, it can cause, um, a skin irritation. It also is a respiratory can affect our respiratory and asthma, um, allergies, those types of things. So turn your labels over and look for the word fragrance. Get everything in your home that has the word fragrance in it out, throw it away, get rid of it. Um, we want to look for products that are fragrance free, not unscented because unscented is still chemically altered to cover the smell. So they're still adding chemicals in it. So unscented is still no
0: good. Um, we want to go fragrance free. Does that make sense? It does. And actually, I didn't even know that about the difference between unscented and fragrance free. So that's a really good point. Um, and I think just about educating ourselves is so important. I think we live in a society where we want to believe everything that's on the market for us to buy. It must be safe. People must have researched these things. Why else would they be for sale? But when you look at the chemicals, some people may say, well, prove to me that they're dangerous. I say prove to me that they're safe. And there has not been the studies done. There has not been the research done. and people like yourself are having reactions. There's proof out there that these things are just not good for us.
1: Kathy, here's the thing, Um, PubMed, is it PubMed.org or PubMed.gov? Anyway, if you just look up PubMed, P-U-B-M-E-D, and um, take your ingredient, your, your bottle of whatever it is, sodium lauryl sulfate, that's a bad one. That's one I don't allow in my house. Look up in, in, in PubMed sodium lauryl sulfate. Look up dangers of sodium. La- I, don't, I don't tell people to Google stuff because on Google, you honestly can find um, arguments pro and con for whatever position you want to take, right? I say go to PubMed because those are scientists that have published studies and done the research and put their their studies on this this, um, medium for all of us to be able to go in and research. So all you have to do is type in fragrance, type in sodium lauryl sulfate. Sodium lauryl sulfate on PubMed has over 50,000 studies on the toxicity to our bodies. So if you think the government has your back and that that product for, and sodium lauryl sulfate turn anything that suds around and read it, it's going to be either second in, in line or third in line of ingredients on the back uh, on those labels. So laundry soap, body wash, shampoos, toothpaste, cleaners, dish soaps, all anything that suds has sodium lauryl sulfate in it. And I go to PubMed to find my research because it's valid. It's a science-backed, scientist-researched study. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that right, you know, correctly. But, but that's where you want to go and find, you know, it, so if you have people who say, prove to me it's not good, you can just say, go do your research. Go to PubMed." And start typing in some of the ingredients. And I I don't say if you can't pronounce it, it must not be good for you because that's not true. There are things that we can't pronounce that are very, very good for our body. There are things that we, there are chemicals out there that um, by themselves are toxic. But when we combine them, they're not there, You know, so there's a lot of things that, you know, it's a Pandora's box, honestly, <laughs> that you're going to open up when you get into this world. And I say that everybody has to do their own research and get to what is is comfortable for them, because, like I said, perfume, fragrance, these were the things that were really important to me. And I can't be around that today. I have to leave the environment Um, If there is something that is synthetically fragranced, I cannot be around
0: it. Those are some great points. And I like what you said about PubMed as opposed to Google. There's so much information out there as well as misinformation. And I think it can be very, very bombarding for someone trying to find the right information. They just don't even know where to look. There's so much information out there. We're in the information age, which is amazing, but it can... Be negative as well because you don't know what out there is actually true. So it is about empowering yourself, educating yourself. We're not in the day and age anymore where doctors were the only people that were educated and we had to trust everything they say. There is information out there, like on PubMed, where we can educate ourselves. And I think we need to be educating ourselves. We have a responsibility to be doing that. Right. And I always tell people, too, uh, again,
1: it's, it's not a one-size-fits-all fit, uh, solution. There are certainly things that we can do to improve. Um, You know situations for ourselves, but it depends on what you have going on and you know That's where you know, I talk with people one-on-one What what are you struggling with? Let's come up with a solution based upon what you're struggling with I'm not going to just give you well. This works for most people. So go ahead and try it out (laughs) Right, you know, let's talk about what's going on with you. I am the first to say I don't think that it has to be all holistic and no doctor. I think there absolutely can be a marriage of the two. Um, You know, you don't have to choose one or the other. I was maybe two, two, three years into my um, toxin-free lifestyle, and I had to go to the doctor. It was the first time. And I felt so defeated. I felt like, what am I doing wrong that I cannot heal my body on my own? You know, Am I, a, am I a hypocrite that I'm preaching this healthy lifestyle and yet I'm sitting in a doctor's office and I cried and just, you know, and it's like, wait a minute. No, you know, you can do both and that's okay. And everybody chooses to do what what is good for them and what works for them. And I think as women, especially, and men have this too, but you've got to start trusting your gut. You know, your gut knows what's going on and your body knows what's going on. I wasn't paying attention to my body. My body was shouting at me. It was, it was beating me upside the head by the time I finally said, "Whoa, oh, wait a minute, there might be something to this. So if we're really getting in tune with our body and getting comfortable in our home, it'll talk to you and it will tell you, hey, this may not be so good. You know, like we can eat stuff. You're very in tune to the, you know, food sensitivities. You know, if we pay attention, I don't feel so good right now. What did I just eat? You know, here within this last time frame that might be causing me to feel this way and, and you know, walk down that path. Um, it's a lot of self discovery and a lot
0: of starting to tune in to yourself. I think that's really the key to it all. And I think a lot of us have to relearn how to be in tune with our bodies, how to trust our gut. I was out of tune with my body for years and I ignored so many symptoms, like you say, that were just beating me on the head. And it wasn't until I went to a naturopathic doctor and the questions they asked and some of the symptoms she asked me about, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that happens to me. Oh, that's just normal for me. No, (laughs) no. Sometimes these things are, they're not, they don't have to be your normal. And (laughs) it's not until we start paying attention to our bodies, listening to our bodies, and then building that confidence that we actually know how our bodies are supposed to work and what's supposed to go on with them.
1: You know, one thing I want to say is just because A hundred people have something happening to them does not mean it's normal. It does not mean that it's okay. The saddest thing I see in our society today, well, I see a lot of sad stuff, but you know, especially since I'm over 50 now is I look around at people who are walking around with something this size, this full of medications and you know, our senior community is so heavily medicated and They don't have to be. I'm not saying all medications are bad, but there are so many things that we are taking that if we
0: just chose to have a healthier lifestyle, we wouldn't have to go there. I I think we've come to accept this idea that aging is supposed to happen a certain way, that (laughs) Our bodies are supposed to deteriorate and we're supposed to end up on medications. And I agree with you. Medication is not bad. There's a time and a place for it. Conventional medicine is amazing. They have the ability to intervene in medical emergencies greatly. But these chronic diseases are being band-aided with medication that are not a real solution. They're just masking symptoms. Eventually, it it all catches up with you anyways. And it is about a healthier lifestyle, for sure. If
1: the medical world were truly doing its job, this is a question for your listeners, is if the medical world was truly doing its job and the research that was going on backed by the pharmaceutical companies were really doing their job, then why are numbers going the wrong way? Chronic disease is, is rising rapidly. Infertility is rising rapidly. They are saying now it's one out of every two people are going to have cancer. One out of two. How do you like your odds? That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy to me. So there, there is way more to this than medicine. There's way more to this than, um, you know, we have to do things about our lifestyle. And the American Cancer Society itself says, 90 to 95% of all cancer cases are lifestyle related. They have nothing to do with genes, nothing. So to me, that's hugely empowering. That is so empowering to me because you know what? That tells me I have a choice. I can make a difference in how I'm going to age. I can make a difference in what diseases may come my way, you know,
0: by the choices that I make. And I think that's pretty darn cool. I could not agree with you more. And I think a lot of us felt trapped by our genes for a long time. That was the belief. If you had a family history of disease A, B, or C, that you were doomed to that. And that's not to say that genes do not play a role. Genes will predict what diseases you are more likely to get if you allow that inflammation to build up in your body due to your lifestyle. And we do have that control. And it's so empowering to know that we have that control, that we're not um, victims to our genes by any means. And Amen. I-, I just want back- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to back up to what you're talking about, um, pharmaceutical companies and our research. And I- of course, we can't ignore the fact that one of the driving factors is that the only things they're going to be researched are things that they can make money off of. It has to be a medication. They're not going to research the lifestyle changes because you you can't make a profit off of telling somebody to make a lifestyle change as opposed to selling a medication. Well, Kathy, I think there's it's a double it's a double edged sword here. So you
1: have pharmaceutical companies that are all about the almighty dollar. I I absolutely believe that one hundred percent. Um, you know, pharmaceutical drugs are not created to make you healthy. They're created to, to have a customer for life, um, you know, is, is what they're designed to do. However, <clears throat> I also believe that we are live in such a society that wants immediate results, immediate impacts. Um, you know, everything has to be happening right now. And so they want that magic pill. They want that one Answer that's going to you know, give me a solution Rapidly they don't understand that. Hey, maybe I took 30 years to get my body to this ill health Or maybe I took 40 years to get my body to this ill health and it's going to take some time And I have to be dedicated to that so we've got a kind of a combination of that where There are some that they just don't want to hear they go into the doctor and it's like write me a script That's the answer that they want to hear. And I don't care how many podcasts we do, how many classes we do, how many coaches you put out there, how much information you put out there. I I don't know how we impact those people, um, you know, that that are like, yeah, yeah. I just want that magic pill.
0: It's one of my frustrations that I deal with daily. I um I I have a 16 year old daughter who (laughs) I feel your pain. (laughs) (laughs) I I want to impart healthy ideals in her, but at the same time, she's not a little kid anymore and she's making her own food choices and cosmetic choices. And uh, one day we were having a discussion because she likes to go out to eat a lot. And I, I, she was asking me about going to see a dermatologist for the acne on her face. And I suggested, well, we could try making some dietary changes, cleaning Mm -hmm. up your your diet, probably be visible in your skin. And she said, yeah, but it would just be so much easier to go to a doctor and they could give me some magic cream to put on my face. It's a society right now where people are used to instant gratification. We don't wait for anything anymore. Even television, I mean, when, when I was a kid, we had Saturday morning cartoons, and they came on at a certain time, and you waited for that time, and you watched it, and then it was done. Now, a kid wants to watch their favorite cartoon, they turn on Netflix, and it's there 24-7 whenever they want. Everything is instant gratification. And the di- difference in healthcare between treating the root cause of something or just treating the symptom... The root cause is going to take longer to treat, longer to diagnose, longer to get at, but the end results are going to be so much better. Taking a medication to treat the symptom—it's instant gratification. It's something now, but it, it yeah, it's just a band It absolutely, and you know,
1: I, I, laugh. There, I don't even remember what commercial because I don't watch a lot of TV. But there was a commercial about, you know, eating you know, one piece of broccoli or, you know, doing one, you know, push up or, you know, whatever. But I, I am guilty of that. I, You know, uh, this is the lifestyle I live in. And even though I live the chemical free lifestyle, there are still things that I do that are not the right best choices. Um, you know, exercise is one of my, ah, you know, I, what do you mean? I did crunches for a week. Why do I not have a six pack ab? what the heck (laughs) it's like you know I, i so we all have that instinct in us it's just you know what are we going to do and and what is it worth um i was talking to somebody i don't even remember when but they were talking about um People saying, I don't have the time. Your daughter, for instance, you know, well, I don't have the time to eat right. And wouldn't it be easier if I just go to the doctor and, and get a medicated cream or um, well, the what you what she needs to say is, is instead of saying, I don't have the time, I don't value my health. You know, and and when you can stop yourself and say, instead of saying, I don't have the time, I don't have the money, I don't have the patience, I don't have, instead say, I don't value my health. And try that on for size and see how that feels on your heart. Because that's what you're really
0: saying. Everything is a choice. We are choosing our health or we are choosing to prioritize other things for sure. So Amy, you have made it your mission to make the world aware of the dangers of toxins. Uh, You have an awesome podcast, The Toxin Terminator. I think it can be easy for people to become overwhelmed. If they really start digging in, they can think, whoa, there's just toxins everywhere in the world. Where do I even start? And is it even worth it and maybe I just won't even bother. I'll give up. What tips do you have for people? So it's not overwhelming, like just little steps they can make to make their home a cleaner environment. You bet. Um, So what I would tell people
1: is, I mean, there's sometimes where even as I'm researching and I'm talking to experts and I certainly want to put my head in sand and bury it and say, oh my word, you know, there's a lot. I've got 12 grandbabies and Ha, oh, you know. Um, however, everybody gets a choice. It's really on you. Everybody has a choice of what they want to do, and I don't judge anybody. Look, you do what you can do. So I just tell people start somewhere. Let's uh, again, I don't. I have a hard time saying do A, B, C, right? But here's what you can do: is figure out what's most important to you. Is it is it what's going on your body or in your body? you know, those are the two on or in the body are the two things. And, and then determine from there, you know, what, what can you make a choice? So like, I'll talk to people, Oh, all right, we want to switch to more of the whole foods, we want less preservatives in our diet. So here's what we need to do. First of all, you need to get a journal out and you need to journal everything that goes in your mouth for, you know, let's just even do a week. It's going to give us a Snapchat. I just did this with somebody um, two weeks ago. She was like, I eat healthy. I said, okay, perfect, let's journal it. We came up and we found out that she was eating um, over 150 to 175 grams of sugar a day. So, and she had no idea, you know, so we start breaking this down you know, and sugar is inflammation in the body, right? So we we first got to know what the heck we're doing, you know, so that might be the first step. Don't worry about what you've got to replace or do. Let's just start getting an idea of what the heck we're doing right now, right? Go around and take an inventory of the of the items that are in your house. Look at your personal care products. Look at your laundry soap. Look at what you're cleaning with. You know, start there and, and just kind of do a, an analysis of what do I have? Turn that label around, read it. Is there fragrance in there? Is there sodium lauryl sulfate? Are there parabens? Those are kind of the top ones, right? You know, look for those ingredients. If they're in there, go make a better choice. And there's lots and lots of better choices out there, um, you know, that, that you can make. And um, get good water. In your home if you cannot afford and I don't like using that word cannot afford the best thing to do is get a whole house water filtration system because think about this when we're taking a shower we're under hot water right so we're opening up the pores of the body we're in there for five, 10 minutes maybe longer I, I take a shower for probably five ten minutes max if I'm shaving my legs All of that's opening up that water, but not only is it opening up the pores, and all of that that chemical is coming in and being soaked into the body, but it's heated up. So any gases, any chemicals that are in the water are now being released as a gas, and we're breathing that in while we're in the shower. So that's a if you if you can't do whole house water filtration system, then get one on your shower head. They sell all kinds of filters to put on your shower head. And then, you know, the better choice is then drinking water, right? We want to make sure our drinking water is clean. So water sources are good. And then read your personal care and the items that you have in your house, just like you do your food labels
0: and start understanding what they are. I think that's a great tip and I especially like what you said about the water because I think that's something that people tend to overlook and don't even think about or they think about their drinking water but certainly not about being in the shower and the truth is our skin absorbs so much, so much that we don't even realize so those are some great tips. Thanks. Amy, how important do you think self-care is to our health and do you have any daily self-care rituals? Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. That's a great
1: question, Kathy. So um, self-care is super important because stress, as my story attests, does so many things to our body. And, and you know, it's all this little... Um, let's look at it as kind of a wheel where, you know, um, our ultimate health and we've got all of these spokes that are going to, you know, lead into our ultimate health. Right. And so self-care is one of that. So for me, what I like to do is meditation. I am in love with meditation. There's so many different forms of meditation that we can do. Um, you know, find what works for you. I, even though I'm officially retired, I'm busier now than I have been. Um, you know, so I find those really quick five, 10 minute meditations and I might do them multiple times during the day. It depends. Am I feeling my shoulders coming up? Am I feeling myself hunching forward? Okay. That's stress. That's stress. Okay. I need to release that. So maybe I might want to do a real quick, you know, zone, you know, let's just do a little meditation. I journal every morning. I journal, um, writing is really, really good for you. It gets things out of the brain, dumps them out on paper. It's just really good for the soul. Um, I, I do exercise, you know, every, every day, even if it's just a walk, but I do move. Um, so those are kind of pray. I'm a big, um, advocate for, um, I don't think I could get through life without God. Uh, you know, he is my strength and my source. And, um, and so having that relationship with God is one of my biggest, you know, self care. So that's, that is absolutely part of my journaling in the morning is spending time in word and then journaling about how that scripture, that section, you know, uh, affects my day-to-day
0: life. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. And I think, I agree. Self-care is so important and having those daily routines it sets you up for a good day. When you wake up and you have your your things that you do it you start out calmer as opposed to get up and throw on your clothes and head out the door and you're just not setting yourself up for a good day that way.
1: Yes. So,
0: So Amy where can people find you online and on social media? You bet. So I've
1: got a website, which is just my name, um, and it's spelled A-I-M-E-E Carlson, C-A-R-L-S-O-N.com. So it's just amycarlson.com. And on that, you can listen to my podcast. You can email me. You can set up a one-on-one consult You know, with me through there. Also, um, I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook group, The Toxin-Free Lifestyle, you're more than welcome to come in. I do a lot of um, live videos in there where I'm giving a lot of my tips and uh, suggestions and recommendations. We're actually going to start recording kind of some back um, behind the scenes things with the podcast and dumping that into the group. So that really is um where I pour a lot of my time and energy is into that group. I'm also on Instagram, and it's just my name, Amy Carlson six. Don't ask me why the number six is there, but that's <laughs> I think because the Amy Carlson was taken. Can you believe there's another Amy Carlson out there? And so <laughs> crazy, but um, so you know, those are some of the easiest ways to to get a hold of me. And I'm um, I love to communicate with people. I love to hear your stories and. Um, talk with you and see what I can do to help.
0: Well, Amy, I've enjoyed talking with you today so much. I think everything you're doing is so exciting. I hope people will check out your podcast and check out your Facebook group because that sounds like a wealth of information there for people who really don't know where to begin on their toxin-free lifestyle. So just thank you so much for talking with me today. You bet,
1: Kathy. Thank you again for asking me to come on. I I really do appreciate the opportunity.
0: All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. It means a lot to me. And keep the feedback coming. Message me on Instagram, leave me an Apple review. I would love to know what you think of the show. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Just a reminder that this podcast is for general informational purposes only. None of the information should serve as a substitute for professional medical advice, treatment, or diagnosis. Always consult with a qualified healthcare provider with any questions regarding a medical condition before making changes to your diet, lifestyle, or exercise programs. Do not disregard any professional medical advice you have received because of something you heard on this podcast.